Hey there, I'm Daphna Chazen, and this is the Down to Earth PCOS Nutrition Podcast. On the show, we talk about managing PCOS using proven strategies, ditching diets for good, and balancing hormones naturally. Let's get to it. episode. Thank you so much for being here and tuning in. I know you have tons and tons of options and you're busy, but you took time out of your day to be here to listen and kind of get a moment to yourself, whether you're walking, doing the dishes, doing the laundry, driving, whatever it is that you're doing right now, let's take this time to focus, to think about your health, to absorb the information that I share. And if you're a longtime listener, I appreciate you. I'm so grateful if you've been with me from the start, if you're an OG from 2019, or if you joined in the past year or so, it doesn't really matter. The fact that you come back week by week to listen and really understand your PCOS and find the information that, you know, helps you navigate through this very complex journey is a big win. And so even if you're struggling right now, I want you to kind of pause and pat yourself on the back, take a moment to really appreciate the fact that you care about your health and you're doing something about it. You're out there trying to learn and figure it out. Hopefully not too much on your own, right? Hopefully you feel that by being here, you have a partner on the journey, but I think that seeking out knowledge is a very powerful thing. So thank you for tuning in. And I hope you're finding everything I share here valuable. And if you're new, if this is your first episode, you're brand new to my podcast and to me, thank you for being here. And I just wanted to take a moment to update you about what's happening with me and my business and what I have coming up in the next few months. So at the time of this recording, it's August and I've had a really busy summer. I was traveling. I went to visit my family in Israel for three weeks. It was amazing. A lot of friends and family time, a lot of beach time, a lot of food. And then it was back to reality. And now I'm traveling again next week. My son is competing in Florida in a competition called Maccabi Games. And it's basically like Jewish Olympics. So young Jewish athletes from all over the world come to Florida and they compete for a week in different sports. So my son Eli is playing on a soccer team representing New Jersey. So we're going to go down and watch him and he's staying with the host family and all of that. So it's a really exciting thing. And I get really nervous before games. Like I'm one of those moms that you can't talk, like, don't talk to me during the game. I'm super focused. I'm like yelling. I'm thinking about everything that's going on. And so I am a little bit nervous for him, but he's a wonderful athlete and I know he's going to do well and just have fun. That's really the most important thing. And so that's coming up next week. But then after that, we are going to be launching a lot of different programs and a lot of things are happening in September. And so I just wanted to give a little update about that. So if you're looking for any sort of help with your PCOS, you feel like you can't figure it out on your own, you need a little bit of guidance, there are a few different things that I'll be offering in the fall that you may be interested in. So I want to briefly mention them and kind of keep them in the back of your mind as things roll out and start becoming available for enrollment, you'll know a little bit better than someone just seeing it for the first time what the difference is. So you can work with me one-on-one private coaching where I 
really personalize your plan. We look closely at what you're doing. We review labs. We create a supplement regimen for you. And of course, a food and nutrition plan that's very customized. That's one option. It's on the pricier side. So I'm going to say that, you know, right away. That is my most expensive option because you get a lot of me. We work closely. I'm very focused on you and your needs and personalizing your plan. So that's one option. But I have a lot of group program options. And those are amazing because not only you get time with me and you learn my method and you get to see results, you're also connecting with other women and have that community aspect. And so in September, Pause the Pounds, which is a weight loss program specifically for women with PCOS, is going to be launching. The purpose of the program is to stop uncontrollable weight gain, to stop dieting, and really start nourishing your body in a way that will allow you to reach a naturally lower weight. And that means you're not just losing weight to lose weight, you're losing fat mass, you're improving your body composition, and you do all of that by eating real food. And so there's a very specific method that I teach in that program, and that's going to be happening again in September. The program has been very successful in the past, and it's coming back. So that's coming up. Pause the pounds. It's an eight-week coaching program. I also have a new program called Master Your PCOS Meals that is a beginner program. So this program is priced under $100 and it's going to help you understand how to create meals. It's going to give you recipe ideas, meal ideas, snack ideas. So this is all about food. I always say this is for the PCOS foodie, people who love to eat but want to manage their PCOS at the same time and they just want to get the recipes and the ideas and the method that I use to create meals in a very balanced way that becomes intuitive over time. So I teach you in depth how to do that inside the program. And it's a more elaborate version, kind of an upgraded version of the challenge I ran in the beginning of the year was also called master your meals. And so if you did that in January, it was a five day challenge. This is an upgraded version of that. And Again, this is going to be a program that you get to keep. So everything that I do, once you come into my programs, the materials and the lessons and the videos, they're yours to keep. I don't remove the access. So there's lifetime material access in all of my programs. And so those are the two main things that are coming in the fall, plus the one-on-one coaching option if you're someone who wants more personalized attention. And I just wanted to give a heads up about it. Look out for emails. If you're not on my email list, the quiz that I'll mention today in the episode is a great way to get on my email list. And it's all about what's driving your PCOS symptoms right now. It's a free quiz, and that's a great way to get on my email list and stay in the loop. So you can go to DaphnaChazen.com forward slash quiz and take that. And other than that, you'll hopefully see all of the social media posts about these programs. So you can hop into the program if you're interested and get the help that you need and see great results by the end of this year. So even though we're close to the end of summer, this year is not done. It's not over. And so I hate when people let kind of things go by and months and years go by and your health and how you feel is not changing much because there's always something happening and there's delays and there's life. Don't let this year slip by. If you need help, if you're struggling, if your symptoms are out of control, if you don't know what to do next, 
come into one of my programs and get the help that you need in a formal, organized way. I speak with a lot of women who say, yeah, I get bits and pieces of information on social media and I try to practice it and I implement it and it's not really ever really coming together. Like it's not an organized step-by-step method. And that's exactly what you get in the program. Yes, you can get a lot of great tips on social media and you can follow, you know, some of the things that I share. But at the end of the day, when you come into a program, it's organized for you. You get the troubleshooting that you need, because if you have issues and you you will have issues, who's going to be there to answer a question, to troubleshoot with you. So that's what we do inside the program. And of course you get implementation. So there's a difference between knowing what to do and actually doing it. So we make things very practical and I help you make it a reality, not just know it on an intellectual level, but actually practice it every single day and make it a habit. And the last thing that you get is accountability. We're there weekly. We're meeting for calls. There's daily chat support. You're there with other women. And so the structure and the accountability make a huge difference. And that's what a program can do for you. And so consider this. The year is not over. You can see amazing results by the end of 2023. And all you need to do is decide what type of help would be best for you. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. Today, we're talking about something I call the PCOS triple whammy. And this concept refers to the interplay between the drivers of PCOS. So insulin resistance, inflammation, high androgens, those are the big three. And as you may know, they're behind most PCOS symptoms. And what I'm going to share with you today is something that maybe you've never heard before, but these three drivers feed off of each other. So what we see in a lot of situations is that women have some degree of all three of these things, insulin resistance, inflammation, and high androgens, although usually one driver will dominate. And that's, by the way, what the quiz is going to help you discover. But knowing what's mainly driving your symptoms right now and in general is very important because it's going to allow you to do things in a very specific way and see improvements of those symptoms and the things that are bothering you very quickly and more easily than before. Okay. So it's not going to feel as hard to manage PCOS once you know what's happening in your body, because you can pinpoint exactly what triggers your symptoms. And it doesn't matter if it's missing periods, uncontrollable weight gain, mood swings, fatigue, cravings, acne, anxiety, hair issues. Some women have all of the above. Every single one of these symptoms can be linked back to one of the three drivers. And that's why it's really important to understand how it works, what's happening in your body, and which of these three drivers is most dominant for you right now. And so today I wanted to share with you how it happens, how one issue one driver can also lead to another in PCOS and really drive home why it's important to work on the sources of the problem, get to the root of it, as opposed to continuing to go for quick fixes and things that are kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall. A lot of women are feeling like they're trying a little bit of this and a little bit of that and nothing is really working. Or if something does improve, something else starts being, you know, a little bit off. So if you were able to see some weight loss, but maybe you're still feeling fatigued. Maybe you now have acne. Maybe you're feeling, you know, that sleep has gotten worse, right? So when you do things like elimination diets and intermittent fasting and counting macros, none of these things really address the source of the PCOS issue. And so the reason that the improvement is not across the board and sustainable and kind of lasts you 
is that. Okay. So today I want to explain why this is happening, what drivers are working behind the surface for you. And because with PCOS, it's never about the symptom. Like what we see on the outside, the acne, the weight gain, the chin hair, whatever it may be, that's not a surface problem. That's a deep problem with your hormones and with other metabolic factors in your body. And so when we treat the surface, all we get is, you know, very shallow, meaningless results. We can't really get the deep long-term relief that you're really looking for. Okay. So let's start breaking this down. Okay. We're going to start by talking about insulin resistance. So as you may know, insulin resistance impacts 70 to 90% of women with PCOS. And I don't want to get too much into what insulin resistance is because I've talked about it a lot, but insulin is best known for its role in breaking down carbohydrates into glucose and getting that glucose into the cells for energy. So your cells, your body needs energy and in the body, the best form of energy is glucose. That is what the body can most easily use. Now, when someone has insulin resistance, the cells are not responding to insulin and glucose cannot get into the cell. And over time, that can lead to a lot of different things, but most notably and most commonly talked about are the accumulation of blood sugar, right? So blood sugar will get higher and insulin will get higher over time. By the way, of course, that increase in blood glucose increases the risk for diabetes. It can cause weight gain. It can cause fatigue and cravings and other types of issues like skin tags and acanthosis nigricans, which is a darkening of the skin. But what many people don't realize is that insulin that stays in the bloodstream over time and accumulates is causing way more issues than that, okay? The main one that I want to talk about today is that insulin starts acting on your ovaries. So the ovaries are the one of the organs that have some insulin receptors. And those receptors are kind of the gateway through which sugar can get into the cells. Now, your ovaries release sex hormones like estrogen and testosterone. And while some androgens are definitely needed and they're essential for reproductive health, even in women, so even women need a certain amount of testosterone in order to be fertile and to have healthy reproductive system. But when there's too much insulin, it starts acting on the ovaries and they start releasing more androgens instead of estrogen. So because the ovary is insulin resistant, the whole body has insulin resistant and the ovaries cannot use insulin and your blood sugar properly, they now start releasing more androgens instead of estrogen. And of course, the mechanism by which this happens is way more complicated than this. But the bottom line is that insulin resistance can lead to high androgen levels. We also know that insulin resistance reduces something called sex hormone binding globulin, which is a protein, and you may have seen it on your blood work as as SHBG, that's the abbreviation, that's a protein that deactivates testosterone. And when insulin resistance lowers this protein, it means less testosterone is deactivated, right? So when it's low, there's more testosterone that's free and available to act upon different tissues in your body, okay? And that is a negative. We don't want that. 
And there's another place that androgens come from, which is the adrenal glands. Those are glands that sit on the kidneys and insulin increases the activity of the adrenal glands and therefore they release more androgens over time. The adrenal glands are more sensitive to stress and lifestyle factors as opposed to what we eat. But in PCOS, we see androgens coming from both sources, from the ovaries and from the adrenal glands. So insulin resistance can lead to high androgen levels over time and cause those really unpleasant symptoms like acne and missing periods, anxiety, hair growth, which is known as hirsutism, as well as hair loss. Now, someone asked me on social media this week, can I have insulin resistance and not have high androgen levels? Yes, of course you can. But what's important to know, and the reason that we're talking about this today is that over time, if insulin resistance is not taken care of, it's not improving, it will likely lead to high androgens. So it's all a matter of time before things, you know, progress and insulin resistance gets worse enough that now it's starting to impact the ovaries and we see at this triple whammy starting to form. So when someone has insulin resistance, they likely will get high androgen levels over time if it's not managed. And that is something that of course increases negative symptoms, undesirable symptoms of PCOS. Now we also know that insulin resistance is linked to inflammation. Okay, so this is where you can see that these factors kind of feed off of each other. So insulin resistance makes it harder for women with PCOS to lose weight and easier to accumulate fat in the belly area, especially in the midsection, and that is linked to inflammation. What happens is we used to think that fat tissue and fat cells are not really doing much. They're just there. But now we know that that is not the case and that excess fat tissue is linked to inflammation, especially in the belly area and the abdomen. And that's sometimes referred to as apple-shaped versus pear-shaped, where people, you know, carry their majority of their weight in the midsection, that is associated with more inflammation and chronic diseases in the metabolic syndrome versus people who are pear-shaped and carry most of their weight in the hip area, okay? So those fat cells are very active. And the way that they act is by releasing chemicals called cytokines that cause inflammation in the body. Now, you don't have to remember any of this, but just know that there is a connection between insulin resistance and, of course, increased weight. So it does make weight loss a lot harder for women. And the way that insulin resistance programs the body is to accumulate weight in the midsection. And that in turn is linked to inflammation. And sure enough, we know from a recent analysis of 10,000 women with PCOS that markers of inflammation like C-reactive protein, okay, CRP, are high. And that's regardless of weight, by the way. So it happens in all body shapes and sizes. So whether it's due to increased androgen levels or inflammation related to insulin resistance and weight gain or both, both can happen. Low-grade inflammation is present in most women with PCOS. So it's not just that the weight gain is causing inflammation. Even someone who doesn't carry excess fat can have inflammation, and that's usually related to high androgen levels. We know that people who have high androgen levels over time can have more inflammation in their body. 
So what does all of this mean? Well, we first need to kind of understand what inflammation even is. So inflammation that is low grade, and that is the type of inflammation we see with PCOS, low grade chronic inflammation is a condition where there's a mild and very persistent state of inflammation in the body. Okay, so inflammation is the body's way of defending itself against harmful invaders like infections or injuries. So inflammation is a positive thing and it's designed to keep us alive. So when we have acute inflammation, so an example of this would be when you get a cut or a burn and your body's response is to heal that area, right? It's going to clot the blood. There's going to be a scab that's formed. And that's all to make sure that when you get a cut, you don't bleed out and die, right? That is called acute inflammation, but it's short-term, it's quick to resolve, and it's very localized. With PCOS, the inflammation is different. It's chronic, which means it's happening all over the body and the immune system stays activated. It's trying to constantly heal and repair even when there's no immediate threat. And this constant activation of the immune system can be harmful and it can lead to different symptoms. First and foremost, the symptoms that come with inflammation like joint pain, migraines, gum disease, hair growth, acne, weight gain, all of those things are linked to inflammation with PCOS, but chronic inflammation can also interfere with the normal functioning of hormones, specifically the menstrual cycle. So inflammation can lead to a regular period. It can lead to lack of ovulation. And it also increases the long-term risk of conditions like diabetes and cardiovascular disease. So Inflammation is something that we know is present with PCOS. It's sometimes not as noticeable. Maybe you've gone to your doctor and they said, no, you don't have inflammation. Your labs look fine, but you could still have these symptoms and struggle with a certain degree of inflammation, but it's low grade. It's kind of under the radar. And so even if everything looks normal, there could still be an issue. And that is partly why I wanted to talk about it today is so that you know that if you feel something in your body, that is legit and valid. And that is something that needs to be addressed, whether or not your labs show it or not, you know, your body best. And if you're experiencing these signs and symptoms and you know, you have insulin resistance and you know, you're dealing with missing periods or, you know, hair loss. And so there's signs of high androgens. You have both factors contributing to inflammation, insulin resistance, high androgen levels, both of those things, regardless of weight, are going to lead to inflammation. And if you're struggling with excess weight, that is definitely another factor that's thrown into the mix and making things worse. Now, here's where the cycle becomes really repetitive and inflammation feeds back into insulin resistance. So we know that inflammation can worsen insulin resistance and that's where the vicious cycle is created. More insulin resistance leads to more androgens over time, more androgens and insulin resistance lead to inflammation. And this is why it may seem impossible for you to catch up and really treat your PCOS symptoms fully. But there's good news, okay? It's not all doom and gloom today. The good news is that once you figure out what's your most dominant PCOS driver in your body right now, 
insulin resistance, androgens, inflammation, you can begin to treat it. And the domino effect goes in the other direction as well. Meaning once you take care of one thing, the other things should start improving quickly. So if you take care of inflammation, you're going to see a reduction in androgens. You're going to see less insulin resistance. Okay. So it does go in the other direction as well. And the best news is that all of these things are highly, highly responsive to lifestyle changes. And so you have control over most of those things. You have more or less ultimate control over your movement, your food, maybe not your stress levels, but your sleep. So a lot of times we have life circumstances that are making it more difficult for us to have a healthy lifestyle, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. All At the end of the day, you have a lot of decisions that you can make in your day and a lot of lifestyle changes that are within your control. And that should be enough for you to start seeing improvements. What you really don't want to be doing, like I said in the beginning, is a little bit of this and a little bit of that, taking some of those supplements and you just never see the results because it's not focused on the source of the issue. It's not a cohesive plan. It's bits and pieces. Let's not do that. That is absolutely a waste of time. And you're going to also burn out. The more you do this, the more frustrated you're going to get. And the less likely you are to try new things because you're so tired and you're so frustrated and you feel so defeated. And so I really feel that when you try a lot of different things that are not coming together to a plan, it serves the wrong purpose. It really gives you the opposite of what you want. It burns you out and it makes you feel like nothing is working. So what's the point? Okay. So hopefully what we talked about today makes sense, helpful, informative. You feel like you know your body just a little bit better. You understand what's happening and now you're in a good position to start doing something about it. So to help you figure this out and learn the first few steps you need to take, I have the quiz. Please go ahead and take it. It's called What's Driving Your PCOS Symptoms Right Now. It's quick and easy and of course free. So when you submit your answers, you'll be redirected to a results page where I'll share what driver is most likely behind your symptoms and what to do next. So all you have to do is go to daphnachazen.com slash quiz. You're gonna be able to get started there. It's super quick. And I know that once you have the result, you're already going to feel like you're a step ahead and you know what you need to do. I have some tips for you on the results page. And so go ahead and check that out. Thanks again for being here. I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. If you enjoyed it, if you find it interesting, if you learned something new, come on over to Instagram and let me know in the DMs. I'm at pcos.nutritionist.daphna. I'd love to connect with you there. And of course, I'll see you here again next time. Bye. 